just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just wanna tell you. Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Lord, I love you more than anything. Hallelujah. Your expressions of love to the Lord. It is he who has poured that love into our hearts. Now enabling us to give it back to him. We love him with the love that he has placed in our hearts.
and we are to love him first and foremost. As Jesus was confronted and asked, what is the greatest of all uh, the commandments that has been given to humanity? His response is for us to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul and strength. Loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And yet many are wrestling with the love even for themselves. It's difficult for us to experience loving ourselves until we have come to experience the love of the Father, the love of God. Some years ago, it was penned and also put to song. Until you know the loving hands that reaches down to fallen man, lifting us out of sin wherein we have trod. Until you know just how it feels to know that God is really real, you know nothing until you've come to know God and his love. And how true that is. We just have to look around, tap in to what's in social media, and note those who have all that this world and life can offer only to be falling apart when it comes to that of love, <laughs> of either experiencing it being given or having difficulties in sharing love. Oftentimes, love that is extended to us have hooks on it. And love, sadly, that we at times extend to others also carry hooks. But God would have us to experience his love that has no hooks. There's nothing to jerk you back with, nothing to pierce you with. It's the love of God that is so rich and pure. And from last Valentine's to this, so much have gone wrong. So many relationships have fallen apart. So many marriages have failed. So many hearts were broken. And so many, too many, have committed suicide because they felt that they were no longer loved. And that list goes on. But loving God, allowing him to flood your heart with his love so it can flow as a conduit through you to the lives of others who are desperately in need to experience such a love. God would have us to experience a love that is sustaining, a love that is lasting, he would have you to experience that. For Jesus, his love is divine. And we ought to wait on it. I said we ought to wait on it. I want to talk to us a bit this afternoon if you'd allow me. I want to take my time a bit so that you and I can hopefully get a full grasp of that which we all would declare we have full knowledge of. And yet, a closer examination of one's own life would show that there is a lack, there is a need, there is a void. And God 
He purposed to fill all voids as we extend our hands to him, as we draw nigh to him. His love for you and for me to the person of Messiah, the blood poured out that causes those of us who are recipients of such love in light of our own sinful hearts to claim what manner of love is this, knowing my own heart that the Father bestowed such love on me. You take a moment, saints, because I speak to the body of believers here today, and I put us in remembrance of his love for us. We need to give more time fostering this love. We need to take more time, take more time with him, take more time in his presence. As a servant of the Most High God, it is my task to encourage myself as I encourage the body of believers to go deeper in God and to strive for new heights in God. We must not be satisfied with where we are. There is more that God would have you and I to experience, for there is more that he requires of us. Not for salvation, we are saved by his grace. Now, on this journey of sanctification, oh, may we allow our love for him to be demonstrative. May you allow such. It is the word of God that comes to us uh, as we would find in 1 John 4, 7 through 12, uh, the word of the Lord. For God is love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whosoever loveth has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, that we might live through him. Hallelujah. In the 10th verse of 1 John 4, in this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, you and I ought to love one another. For no one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us. And this love, his love, is perfected in you and in me. Beloved, let us love one another. This afternoon, I encourage you as I encourage myself. Let us draw nigh to the love that is divine. And let us draw nigh to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is room 
for you and me to come closer. And so there's room for us to come up higher and yet go deeper. Let us wait on him to perfect that which we have need of. Because there's room for more. And we wait on him who will supply it. I think of those who are broken. Broken because of their loved one no longer being in the land of the living. And wondering who is going to fill this void. I'm thankful that the Lord Jesus Christ is more than capable of doing such. And we encourage such ones to wait in him. It is he who is yet sustaining you and me as we wait to see God perfect love in our hearts and life in one area or another. We wait on the Lord. We wait on him being of good courage. We wait on him because the word of yesteryear is still true today. The word of last year is still active and alive today. And we're waiting on God because it is he and he only who strengthens us. And I'm thankful for the strength that we've experienced last year. But last year's strength is not going to suffice for here and now. Aren't you thankful that God continues to provide for us? He's our help in times of need. We wait on God. Wait on the Lord. Don't give up on life. Don't give up on love. But wait in God. We're reminded that we're waiting in him because it is he who shall strengthen our heart. We wait the psalmist encourages us to do on the Lord. We wait on the Lord. It says, wait on the Lord and keep his ways and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. And when the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it because you will yet remain. So we wait in God. God will not disappoint. We wait in him. The 62nd Psalm says, My soul wait thou upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my deliverer. He is my defense and I shall not be moved. Our God who loves us will not disappoint us. I said he will not disappoint you. Don't put your confidence in man. Do not allow your souls to be looking to men, but to God. And we have an example in the life of the psalmist. He says, my expectations come from God. It's all right for us to have expectation. Don't, don't lose your dream. God is able to fulfill it. Have an expectation. I know that for all of us, we can reflect on situations that we're expecting and, uh, and it hasn't yet materialized. But let's keep hoping in God because his timing is always right and perfect. He knows what we have need of. We hope in God. To stop hoping in God is to allow your head to droop down. To stop hoping in God is to allow you and I to become angry in heart and mind and spirit. To stop hoping in God is to give up on life. Our hope must remain in God. We wait in God because love is patient and kind. 
And so we patiently wait for the demonstration of our God who loves us. Isn't the Proverbs that we're reminded? Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord. And the Lord, he shall. Have you noted that? He shall save you. So we wait in God because he's the one who will bring us out. You're in a situation, God is aware of it. Is it a financial one? Is it a physical one pertaining to your health? Is it a relational one pertaining to relationships that seemingly are deteriorating? Wait in God. But it's a way to wait. It is in an attitude of waiting. And we wait worshipfully. In the presence of God is fullness of joy. And when I'm happy, I like to make a joyful noise. Because there's no better place to be than to be in the presence of the Lord. And love will cause us to want to tabernacle in his presence. You can't say that you love her or him if you don't love spending time in the presence of such a one. We can't truly say that we love God and yet look for every excuse to be away from fellowship with him. We wait in God, for he is the one who will save us. We wait in God this afternoon because he is the one who, not only will he save us, but he will sustain us. And we can all say, God, I thank you for your sustaining grace. Isaiah 40 and 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. and They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Waiting in God causes us to experience the sustaining grace and power, dunamis of God that sustains us. What a testimony. It's a greater testimony when we can speak of the sustaining grace of the Father as opposed to the instantaneous gratification of having my need met. Wait in God. It's like waiting in love because God is love. And so you can insert love all through this here. As we wait in God, we wait in love and his love. But he will sustain us. And yes, we're waiting in God because he will enable you and will enable me. And being assembled together with them commanded them, as Acts 1, 4, and 8 declares, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but that they shall wait for the promise of the Father. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. We wait in God. For it is he who enables us. While you're waiting in that place, note, even within the context of Acts, could it be that God have us camping out in this place for this duration of time because he would have you and me take the opportunity to proclaim him and worship him? For the eyes of many are constantly upon us, whether we acknowledge that or not. Wait on God. 
For he will enable you as he's enabling me. We wait on the Lord. We wait on love for love. Hallelujah. Love will strengthen us. It will not disappoint us. It will not disappoint you, I say. It will save us. And it will enable you and enable me to be and to do all that God has called us to. And we wait and love on Christ who epitomizes that of love, who we will see face to face in the fullness of his glory. Love is patient. Love is kind. And I, over these last few years in particular, have been seeing the demonstration of love as I behold love demonstrating itself in the cleaning and the caring. And those who, when family members seem to have forgotten, I've seen the demonstration and display of love through nurses' aides as they clean and tidy up the things that sometimes people would withdraw from in scorn. I'm so thankful that love, hallelujah, when we allow it to be shed abroad in our hearts, will cause us to go above and beyond every time. Do you know the love of God? Have you experienced Father's love? Now you can give it away. For freely we have received it. And freely you and I, as conduits of God, are privileged to share it. Do you love God? It's a sobering question for us all. Because love is not just by what we say, but it's by what we do and how we live. God bless you as you embrace the love of God. God bless you on this Lord's Day afternoon as you allow him to strengthen you, to exalt you, as you allow him who disappoints not, <laughs> as you allow him to show his faithfulness to save you, to sustain you, to enable you, and ultimately to appear where eyes will see him and ears will hear him, our Savior and Lord who loves us. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep you as you go. It is he who makes his face to shine in you. He is gracious unto you. The Lord our God, he lifts his countenance upon you. Hallelujah. Yes, he looks to you and he grants you his peace. The peace of God, the shalom of God. May it rule, rest, and abide with you in that of your home, both now and always. And the people of God say, so let it be, so let it be. You are a blessed man of God, blessed woman of God, because of Christ and his love that is abroad in your heart.
Lord, I 